Brought to you by the Appleseed. It's like a regular episode. Only shorter. We call them bites. Thanks for joining me for A Bite from the Appleseed, a mini-episode of the show, just a single story long, just a few minutes long, in case you've only got a few minutes and you want to fill those few minutes with some great storytelling. And we've really got some for you today. We want to remind you, of course, that we bring you a few of these Appleseed Bites to you each week in preparation for our Thursday full hour-long episode drop, an hour filled with stories for you and your family this Thursday. Tune in for a story told for you by Pippa White, the Nebraska storyteller who specializes in telling stories from history. She'll share with you a Titanic story. And uh, in addition to that, in that same episode, you'll also hear an old World War I-era tale, a fictional story about angelic help that comes to soldiers on the battlefield. You won't want to miss that episode. And in the meantime, I'm pleased to have in the studio with me one of our producers, Dr. Heather Bigley. Heather, great to have you with me. Good morning. Let's talk. Well, uh, this is kind of an interesting story we're going to hear. Yeah, this is a Baal Shem Tov story, which if you know anything, uh, that man is considered the founder of Hasidic Judaism. Right. And he's a legend. He's a legendary person. And there are series and series of stories about him. Yeah. It's really interesting. You You get characters like this who are historical characters about whom there is enorm- an enormous body of folklore, right? right? Yeah. Like King Solomon is yes. that way, right? Right. Uh, there is th- this enormous body of King Solomon stories, right? right? That, 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 that are these folkloric tales. Yeah. Right? And they, they are meant to show us how amazing uh, this person was, but also give us courage and, you know, all kinds of encouragement in our own lives. So fascinating story. And I think uh, it'll go in directions you are not expecting. (laughs) I mean, even the title, right? The Baal Shem Tov and And the the Werewolf. werewolf. Yeah, this is. Gerald (laughs) Fierst is the storyteller. And he is accompanied by the the really like cool electric cello of uh, Jonathan Feig. We're happy to bring it to you as today's Appleseed Bite. Eliezer, the father of the Baal Shem Tov, was dying. He called his young son to him and said, Israel, there is evil in us and about us. Satan, the devil, has covered the world with dark clouds which stop our prayers from reaching heaven. But so long as you remember the name of God, you will be safe. And Eliezer died and left the boy an orphan. Kindly Jews took the child and sent him to school. But Israel was not interested in books. Instead, his eyes would lift up out the window across the fields to the line of trees where the forest began. And when the school teacher turned his back, the boy would slip from his desk and run, 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 until the teacher came and brought him back and sat him down. But once again, when the teacher would turn away, 
The boy's eyes would lift up, and then he could not stay, but would run, 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 until at last the teacher said, Let him go. And so Israel went to live in the wild places. He slept in the mossy banks and ate the berries from the bush. He learnt the language of the birds and the beasts. He would sing and dance, and sometimes he would stand silently, and then he could hear the earth singing back to him a sweet prayer which said, Glory be to God who made us all. Now it was the fate of the boy, at the age of ten, to return to the little village of Harundaka to live with humankind. And there the people gave him a job to do. He was to gather the children and bring them to school. But remembering the lessons that he had learnt in the wild places, he did not take them straight to the class, but instead led them through the fields where they picked flowers and wove garlands for their hair. And then they entered the forest and took the boughs from the trees and waved them like flags over their heads. And then they would sing and dance. And then they would fall silent and listen. And they could hear the earth singing a sweet prayer, singing glory be to God who made us all. And these children's voices, their prayers, were so pure that they shot to heaven like arrows and broke through the clouds of darkness with which Satan had surrounded the world. And Mashiach, the Messiah, he whose time has not yet come, rose up on one arm and listening thought, Is it then time? Is it time then? And the devil seeing, what should not be about to be, went before the throne of God and said, Let me stop these children. Let me strive against the boy Israel. And God said, Strive. And the devil came down to the surface of the world. And he looked for an ally to turn against the boy, the birds, the beasts, the insects, any of the natural things. But all the world loved the boy so, they would not betray him. But there was, and I cannot explain how or why, but only tell you how the story goes, a woodcutter near Herundaka, who had been cursed with the terrible curse. This woodcutter had been born without a soul. And at night, he would fall upon his hands and his knees. Hair would grow from his face, his arms, his legs and his chest. His ears would grow long, his teeth would grow sharp, and he would become a wolf running across the countryside. And the villagers, they would lock their doors and shut their shutters tight. And when the daylight came, the wolf would go back to human form, and the man would lie asleep beneath a bush. And that is how the devil found him. And the devil reached into that man's chest and pulled out his heart. And then the devil took his own heart of evil, that black heart which absorbs all light, which is filled with envy, jealousy, and put it into the chest of the man. And when the Baal Shem Tov, the boy Israel, collected the children that day, and took them through the fields, weaving garlands for their hair. As they approached the line of trees where the forest begins, suddenly, 
the werewolf appeared, and the children screamed and fainted and ran. And when the parents of Harundaka heard what had happened, they said the boy may never take their children there again. But the boy, he said, it was only a wolf, a wolf that ran from the forest, but the wolf is gone. Please, please, let me have your children one more time. And the parents, they listened to the boy who spoke with such purity, such sincerity, that they said, all right. And so it was that Israel collected the children, and he said to them, what my father said to me, I say to you, evil is about us and in us and all around, but so long as you remember the name of God, you will be safe. Stand fast and do not run, but watch, see. And so he led them out into the fields, and as they approached the line of trees, suddenly, and evil had made the monster grow to terrible size. Its shoulders stretched from horizon to horizon. Bloody vapors came from his nose and his mouth. Dark clouds filled the sky. The children shook and quivered, but they did not run. And they watched as the boy Israel walked forward, forward, forward into the chest of the beast, and reaching forth took that heart of evil into his palm. And when the boy felt that heart in his hand, it quivered, it trembled like a bird with a broken wing, and Israel understood that all the evil of the world was really self-loathing, and he pitied it, and he laid the heart upon the ground, and the earth opened wide, and the heart fell deep. Now it was the fate of Israel to leave Hrondaka, to go out into the world to become the great master, the rabbi of the good name, the Baal Shem Tov. And after he was gone, the children forgot the lessons that he had taught to them. They no longer went into the fields. They no longer wove garlands for their hair. They became like their fathers, with eyes always cast down. But you, you who have heard this tale, you can take yourselves out, out into the opened places. Go and dance and sing amidst the trees. Wave the boughs above your head like flags. And sometimes you can stand silently, and then you will hear the earth singing a sweet prayer, singing, Glory be to God who made us all. The Baal Shem Tov and the Werewolf, a story told for you by Gerald Fierst with accompaniment there by the cool electric cello of Jonathan Feig. I, 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 I introduced that. Uh, bef before we listen to the story, I introduced that as the cool electric cello of yes. Jonathan Feig. I think it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> it is cool. And it's um, eerie, right? And uh, I mean, this is a story about 17 things, but... Uh, <laughs> one of them is connection to the earth yeah. and and this profound connection uh, so that when he holds the heart of the wolf yeah. where Satan has resided or has sort of infiltrated, yeah, yeah. 
he he can read it, you know. Yeah. And he can say your your hatred and evil is actually directed at yourself. Yeah. Which is I mean, for those of us raised in the 20th century, uh, psych- psychological uh, era, whoa, we just had a great therapy session, right? That <laughs> right. that reveals everything, and, yeah. and now I'm moving to healing. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's amazing to me. Yeah, this notion of uh, of the, the damage that yeah. self-loathing can do. Right. Right? And I, I love that story partly just because it's it contain it it takes you to so many emotional places you know right. it's uh uplifting yeah. it's uh filled with faith it's also scary right. and it's a monster story yeah. and it's fantastical and it's kind of all of these things and it's know? also about this interesting connection to the group right so they take him to school but he's not going to fit in the school. He doesn't yeah. want to be in the school. The teacher tries and then the teacher's like, well, let him go. Um, <laughs> and he's out in nature, experiencing nature. And then we have him take the children into nature and teach them how to connect to nature and how to connect uh, to the divine. Um, and then the parents are scared, right? But the parents are, but he's reassuring. Like, it's interesting. Like, here's this true individual in a group. And the group is like, you have something to teach us. Yeah. And we support it instead of we often hear stories where the individual would be smacked down and, you know, (laughs) but no, this is like, oh, he has he has something to offer that we need. Yeah. So. And and of course, it's a it's an interesting look into a culture of storytelling that builds this sort of canon of legends around a around a person. We, we talked about that happening with, with, uh, with King Solomon and it yeah. happens with the Baal Shem Tov and it happens with Nasruddin and weirdly I'm thinking about George Washington and the cherry tree. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I mean, all that came to my mind when you said that was Paul Bunyan. I was like, sure. well, there's a bunch of Paul Bunyan stories. Yeah. But... <laughs> well, a pleasure to hear that story and a pleasure to chat about it with Dr. Heather Bigley. Heather, thanks for joining me. Thanks so much for the invitation. And of course, join us on Thursday for an episode of The Appleseed filled with stories for you and your family. That's when we drop our full hour-long episode each week. This week, you won't want to miss a story told by the Nebraska storyteller Pippa White about the Titanic. It's called Eva's Titanic Story, and she'll tell it uh, before our terrific Appleseed studio audience, and for you, too. And, of course, you'll also hear a World War I-era story, a fictional tale about angels coming to help on the battlefield in World War I. Uh, Join us on Thursday, and, of course, join us just about every day for a little something on the Appleseed, even if it's just an Appleseed bite, a mini-episode of the show, a single story just a few minutes long, in case you've only got a few minutes and you want to film with some great storytelling. I'm Sam Payne. Can't wait to be with you again on The Appleseed. Thanks for joining us. For a bite! Brought to you by The Appleseed.